following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. It's time now for Main Street Preps this week with your hosts, Russell Venosi and Tyler Palmatier, covering high school sports all across the Mid-State. Join us on MainStreetPreps.com now. Here are your hosts, Russell Venosi and Tyler Palmatier. Hey, everyone. Welcome back for another show. I'm Russell Venosi, joined as always by Tyler Palmatier talking high school sports across middle tennessee and we've got a fun show lined up we're going to hit some of this week's top headlines then welcome pearl cone boys track and field coach andre davis for an interview and finally we'll wrap with a discussion about how montgomery bell academy quarterback marcel reed will fit in at ole miss and tyler i think that's where we need to start as we're looking at some of our top storylines here marcel reed going to be an ole miss rebel next year after committing on monday and you were there to see that to see that happen yeah, it was a yeah, it was a nice celebration there at NBA. Um, I, I don't know how surprising it was. You know, when you when you post a uh, when you tweet a photo of yourself and Lane Kiffin next to a Rolls Royce on Sunday, you kind of tip your hand there a little bit. Uh, and I think that Ole Miss was a leader for him for a while, but still very cool. Uh, you know, Marcel Reed, by all accounts, is a stand-up guy, so good for him. I think Ole Miss got a good got a good player and a good person. And of course, he's one of the three, or one of three at least big quarterback names here in the national area. Of course, Chris Parson at Ravenwood has already committed to Florida State, and Kenny Minchie uh, also in the top twenty uh, nationally, along with Reed. Probably going to be making his decision at some point here soon. So definitely going to be a uh, a quarterback heavy class here in Middle Tennessee. And uh, speaking of classes, there's also the draft class to keep an eye on. Tyler, some of, some of these names, you know, people may not have uh, kept track of the last couple of years, but there are several former Nashville high school football stars that are in the running here to be selected in the draft or potentially signed afterwards. Um, and you, you'll just look across the board here and several of these guys uh, are actually in Dane Brugler's uh, mock draft over on the athletic seven round mock draft. I can't imagine putting one of those together, but he did it. Oh, and God. Uh, he's got Alante Taylor, a Tennessee defensive back from Coffee County going in the fourth round. Uh, Obina Eze, uh, hopefully I'm saying that right, from Texas Christian, uh, an offensive tackle, uh, prepped at Davidson Academy here in Nashville in the fifth round uh, is where he's got him projected. And then finally, Ty Chandler, North Carolina running back, started out at Tennessee, and before that he was at NBA. Uh, Brugler has him going in the seventh round. And then several other guys that could get picked up either late in the draft, Tyler, or, or maybe um, as free agents. Uh, that list includes uh, Master Teague, Theo Jackson, Jordan Mason, Javante Payton, uh, and several others. So it could be a, a pretty a pretty big year here for uh, former Nashville guys in the NFL draft. Yeah, it's always you do a good job putting that list together, and I think it's that some of those names end up kind of probably sounding like blasts from the past a little bit when you talk about how long players can stay in college now um, if they need to, or at least the, this these last few years. So. Uh, and a lot of them are. I think Mo said this yesterday on a on a call we had. A lot of them have transferred. I mean, that's pretty normal, I guess, for these days. But boy, it seemed like all everybody on that list had been through at least one college and landed on it and graduated from another or left left college from another. 
Right, and if you haven't seen the list, it's on MainStreetPreps.com right now. I just search up NFL Draft, but you're right. Uh, of the nine guys on the list, I think all but two uh, stayed at their original. Uh, or all but two uh, didn't transfer. So, um, anyways, sign of the times there. But uh, right. lastly, we've got some some coaching news too on the on the boys basketball front. John Pierce, the longtime Franklin Road Academy coach, uh, is heading to Nashville Christian. We found out yesterday. Yeah. Uh- Taking some taking some heat off Coach Patton over there, who uh, who handled both squads last year. So good for him. Yeah, Dustin Patton coached both the boys and the girls last year, kind of out of necessity, and uh, did did a great job. But I can't imagine what that schedule is like. He, I know he's got uh, at least one young um, child at home, too. That, so, so that had to be rough. But uh, Pierce stepped away from FRA in February after 16 seasons there. Of course, that's where he went to school before he started at Lipscomb in the early 90s. Uh, so this is kind of a fresh start for Pierce and. Uh, uh, of course, Dustin Patton did a great job with that girls team, got them to uh, the state quarterfinals. So it uh, seems like a, a good a good marriage over there at Nashville Christian, and they've kind of got uh, the roles kind of split up now so that everybody can maybe eat dinner and go home at a reasonable time there. Uh, right. But uh, we are going to welcome in Andre Davis in just a moment. But first, it is time to take a break. We'll be back with more on Main Street Preps this week. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries, and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. 
We've all heard the saying that a little can go a long way. This is especially true during the Big Payback's 24-hour online giving event, helping support hundreds of local nonprofit organizations. From 6 p.m. on May 4th through 6 p.m. May 5th, a gift of as little as $10 could be boosted by cash prizes and help to make a big difference in the life-changing work of local nonprofits. Learn more at thebigpayback.org. Nobody covers high school sports like Main Street Preps, bringing you hyper-local coverage of the teams and athletes in your backyard. Wherever your Main Street is, well, we've got a podcast for you. From the Sumner County Sports Podcast with Zach Womble, Casey's Take on Sports with Dixon Post and Cheatham County Exchange's sports reporters, Casey Patrick, the MSP North Podcast with Brady McAtamney and Blaine Keller covering Montgomery and Robertson Counties, this one right here, Main Street Preps this week with Russell Venozzi and Tyler Palmatier with a macro view of prep sports in Middle Tennessee. Find the latest prep sports news from your Main Street at MainStreetPreps.com and find these podcasts dropping weekly on these Main Street media social platforms and wherever you get your podcast. Now, back to the gentleman hosting Main Street Preps this week, Russell Venozzi. And Tyler Palmatier. It's time to welcome in our featured guest of the week. And today we have the pleasure of speaking with Pearl Cohn boys track and field coach Andre Davis. Andre, thanks for taking the time today. Oh, thank you for having me. And so you've been around Pearl Cohn for, for some time now, Andre. Uh, I guess, can you just tell us how you got started coaching and teaching there? Um. I started at Pearl Cone, this is my eighth season back. I actually played football here under Maurice Fisher from uh, 99-2003. And I uh, just wanted to come back home and, and give back to my community and wherever I'm from. Uh, I'm from the area, born and raised, so it's like welcome back home. And Andre, uh, you know, I know you got a football background, but what was your – were you a track guy in high school? Uh, yes, I actually uh, ran track from Pee Wee all the way up to uh, to high school. I actually stopped in the tenth grade to solely focus on football. Uh, but up until that point, I have yeah, I ran track since uh, probably about eight nine years old. What was your What were your events? Uh, I actually competed in the pentathlon at uh, from age ten to twelve. I was like a multi event. I could do pretty much a little bit of everything. Uh, and a sprinter. And think my, my freshman year, I competed in like high jump and shot put and uh, some of the sprints. Well, this this must be an exciting time of the year for you, Andre, because this is kind of prime time season for, for track meets. I know the Nashville City Championships were last week, and of course this week is the Great Eight Invitational at Father Ryan. What's the preparation like for these marquee events? Is your team re- ready to roll? Uh, yeah, they'll be ready to roll. The preparation is simple. It's just main thing, like track. Uh, it's just basically staying healthy and trying to get them to peak at the right time. And, you know, just use these. It's a marquee meet, so we want to hit certain, uh, certain certain goals that we set at the beginning of the year uh, based on the individual kid. And as the season rolls on, you know, continue to improve on those times. And like I said, by the end of the year, we, we should be where we need to be to go ahead and put our best foot forward and try to go compete for this state championship. Yeah, and there's of course we got the grade eight uh, this week. 
which is which is always a lot of fun. Andre uh, Barry on Brown, uh, UK football signee, who's a great sprinter, uh, won both events last year, and he's really put himself in position to break records in those events. Uh, I know he owns the. Andre, he owns the 200-meter dash record at Pearl Cone, right? Or is it the 100? Uh, he actually owns both. He actually owns, okay. yeah, he's on the 100 and 200 uh, school records right now. Okay. Um, is And obviously, and he won uh, He won both at last week's Nashville City Meet as well. Is he a guy who thinks about records, Barry on, or is he, how does he approach races? Uh, he, he's a, he approach him with the, with the end goal in mind, like the same, the same, that's what I kind of teach to him and just try to get him to understand. And records usually come, they, they are records for a reason, you know, they don't come every day. So, you know, based on, you know, we could try for that, that the work being put in to, to get to those things. But with track, you have to factor in weather, you know, different, different situations. Sometimes you need a kid beside you to kind of push you to their record and it's just get them to understand that when it come, it'll come just, we're just going to prepare like you say, to, to win the race based on the time, you know, not really concerned with the time at that moment, but if you put a complete race together, we'll live with whatever time falls and, and we'll just hope for the best. And I think, uh, by the way, he's been preparing, you know, sooner or later, I think some, some spectacular may happen. He actually uh, broke the city 200 record last week. Yeah, last week, last Friday. Okay, so, well, I, just to follow up, is um, last year I know – it's, we were talking a little bit about how far he needed to get for the to, to maybe challenge those state records. Is uh, do you think that's in reach for him, or is that is that too far? Uh they're definitely in reach. They're definitely in reach. And uh, like I said, we have about a month to prepare because the state championship is not till May twenty fourth. So we'll we'll we're at the part of the season where. You, you're specializing on a few things, working on a few different techniques, and to, just to put a whole race together because he's in condition now and he's he's technically sound with everything. Um, so we, they definitely reach because they're not too far from some of his personal marks. If you look at his personal best times or PRs as we call them, uh, and you look at the state records, they're not too far off. And that was as a junior in 11th grade last year. So, like I said, going forward this year, hopefully we can we can put everything together and. Be blessed with good weather like last year, and and see what happens. Yeah, fingers crossed for some good weather, Andre. That's always a kind of a crapshoot this time of year. But of course, Barryon is uh, one of several Pearl Cone football players. It's also uh, part of the track and field team. Um, I, you know what? What's I know you're also an assistant coach with the football team. Um, what's kind of the philosophy there? Do you guys do you guys try to get football players to run track and try to get track runners to play football? Um, for the most part, yeah, by me being assistant, of course, and being defensive coordinator, uh, I pretty much encourage, well, kind of like Bolin told my, <laughs> the secondary, I like pretty much all the skilled guys. They, you know, it's a, it's a form of using training and getting bigger, stronger, faster, as we say, throughout the entire year, instead of just, you know, when it's time for football, we start football. So, uh, we use it as a tool, but we also take it serious. Well, we, that once they see like, oh, we can compete and we're having fun. It's, it's just another avenue for them to compete at a high level and, and be successful. And like I say, it's highly encouraged. Uh, I work well with the wide receivers coach, the head coach, the offensive coordinator. Well, we all work together to make sure we get all the boys out. And, and even the ones that you don't see running on the meets, they, uh, it's more than that that actually show up to practice to actually get the training. So we all work hand in hand and try to, you know, push the boys to be the best they can be. Yeah, definitely seems like some great cross training there between the two sports, and uh, 
And and how about this four by one hundred relay team that you guys have? I know that's usually a, a strong bunch. Uh, what can you tell about? I guess tell us about those guys and and how they're they're looking so far this year. Uh, this year we're we're, we're just now finally going to be one hundred percent healthy. This week actually uh, we'll be. We just, I get a couple two of my main sprinters back outside of Brown. Brown won't be running on it yet if he does this year. Uh, but we have another group of guys. Uh, Kavon Coffey and De'Ares Reed, they both are both football players, and Tim Morton and uh, a few other guys that will be battling for uh, 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 the third leg on that, actually. and But they'll be fine. Like I said, those two uh, guys just got back healthy and cleared their goal full speed. They've been doing some training and whatnot, but they haven't actually competed in a, maybe one or two meets all year and never together. So we finally will get to see the four-by-one, and I know that's kind of what everybody asks and what everybody waits on because I've, I've heard it, you know, people ask. But we finally go ahead and get them together uh, this week and, and, and put our best foot forward to see what we can do. Uh, Brown's actually coming out. He'll, he may do the 4 by 2 or the 4 by 4 uh, but he's going to uh, do the 1, 2, and 4 for us this year uh, going towards state as far as uh, point, you know, get the points or whatnot. So he, he'll be on one of those relays, but he probably won't be on both. Gotcha. Well, it's not, this is obviously a great time of year for, for the team to be getting healthy, so that's that's great news there. And, uh, Andre, we're excited about the grade eight meet. We'll be out there to cover it this week. Um, thanks again for your time, and best of luck uh, to all your runners and athletes uh, the rest of the way. All right, definitely. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks again. That's been Pearl Cone boys track and field coach Andre Davis. It looks like we've got Tyler back with us, so we will come back for a discussion about Marcel Reed heading to Ole Miss uh, after this break. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. <laughs> 
Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries, and our ortho-quick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Weekdays at 2, it's Main Street Sports Today from Preps to Pros, covering all the topics that you care about. Join Chris Yao and Mo Patton and producer J.P. Plant as they talk about the day's storylines in sports and more. Weekdays, 2 p.m. Central, right here on all of these Main Street media outlets now back to main street preps this week your host russell and tyler we're back for one final segment here on main street preps this week and as we teased earlier we're going to dive into a little bit of a longer conversation about marcel reed to old miss and kind of how all that fits and you know tyler my first impression and you kind of talked about it with the the rolls royce and lane kiffin is uh this is kind of a an interesting an interesting matchup here. Of course, Marcel Reed, pretty humble, uh, somewhat quiet kid, I would say. And you've got Lane Kiffin, who's one of the uh, more boisterous, controversial college coaches. But it seems like they get along, and it seems like um, they they like each other and, and want to partner up here for the next four years. Yeah, you make a really good point that it is uh, kind of a, seems like the odd couple, I guess, on the surface when you look at Lane Kiffin's sort of persona and certainly in Tennessee he has this uh even bigger sort of magnifying glass over his head because of his time with the Vols uh but I think you know this is just my opinion I don't I I think Lane Kiffin is I bet he's 60 I bet he's 60 percent or even 70 percent uh sideshow act 30 percent you know, I think most of that is just a show. I think most of it's just an act. I mean, I I think he's a he he does some things to turn some heads. He's pretty funny on Twitter. I mean, I think some of it he just does it for the laughs. I mean, for lack of a better, you know, I mean, it's, it's always kept Lane Kiffin relevant. Uh, not some not I mean, more than that has kept him relevant, but he has always found a way to keep himself visible. And uh, I kind of personally think that's why he does it. I don't know when you get him in a room what he's like. I've never met him, uh, but when you can convince uh, the son of a football coach, you know, former t- TSU football coach Rod Reed, uh, that you're a guy, you know, and that you're the. Uh, and Rod Reed had nothing but good things to say about the way the staff recruited Marcel. So, uh, I think they did a good job recruiting a kid who, just like you said, may doesn't seem on paper like he maybe he fits in with that staff. But that's kind of the exciting thing, or the the interesting thing about recruiting is. You just yeah, – there's so many variables. You don't know how these relationships are going to form. Um, it's it's kind of fun to watch from that regard. But, I mean, I don't know. I think he's going to be a good fit there. Um, 
I, I don't know what I don't know what your thoughts are on it, Russell, but I I, I think he's a he's obviously a talent. I mean, um, I, I don't know. What do you think about just the on field fit? I guess at Ole Miss. Yeah, well, I think he's he's a great fit there, and I know they've had a, a changeover at offensive coordinator. Maybe you can address that a little bit because I know you're familiar. Um, of course, Jeff Levy going to Oklahoma to be the OC there, and Charlie Weiss Jr. taking over. But uh, you know, just looking at the style that Lane Kiffin has, has run at Ole Miss and where he's been previously, I mean, clearly uh, quarterback's a big part of that. And I mean, you look at their outgoing quarterback right now, Matt Corral. He's in the conversation to be a first round draft pick in the NFL this week, and. Uh, um, of course, had quite a bit of success throwing the ball and running the ball as, as a mobile quarterback, and that's exactly what Marcel Reed is. So, um, yeah, from that perspective, it seems like it uh, should be a good marriage. And then on top of that, you know, Marcel Reed, I, I, I don't know that anybody's really mentioned this in great detail, but um, having grown up at, with your dad as a Division One college football coach, I mean, I don't think that can be understated how, how much of an advantage that is. He's been around a college program. He knows exactly what it's going to take, exactly what it's going to look like. I know TSU and Ole Miss are on different levels, but still, nonetheless, I mean, having that exposure um, to that level of football clearly is is uh, part of the reason why he's off to such a great start here um, with his high school career and part of the reason why he's um, a, a name brand recruit too. So I think all of that combined, it just seems like uh, th- this could be a home run here for Marcel Reed and, and, and their family too. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, you, you know, he's—I think he's—he's he's so polished because I, I think he's just done such a, always. He's just kind of in love with the work. Obviously, his dad has kept him engaged in the in the work part. Um, but yeah, there's the, uh, you know, the his his dad said he really loved the recruiting process too, um, which I thought was kind of funny. You know, he said he at TSU he, he was he had limited resources and there you didn't. And always get you, know, you don't get those type of facilities that d1 schools get so he, he said he had a lot of fun walking around uh and, and taking just taking the visits with him um which i get i i would i if i was a parent i would love i think that'd be great uh to, to just go into all those locker rooms and he said after the spring game he was telling the i believe he was telling i oh gosh i don't remember what side of the ball rod reed coached on was he a defensive guy or an offensive guy Mm, that's a great question. I'm kind of new. Not sure. I'm, I'm going to pull my new card, but uh, he uh, he was anyways. I, he was telling the coaches on one side of all the other, you know, what they were doing or how they could have been stopped. So he kind of has a unique perspective. But anyways, uh, yeah, it's a. I mean, he, he's obviously Marcel Reed knows how to. He's a locker room guy. I think he's a locker room guy because he has a dad who is a college football head coach who told him how to act. You know, I mean, that's a big thing. To having a dad. To, Respect. Look, this isn't gonna. You know, you've got guys that, that aren't prepared to be leaders because they don't know how to act. And I, Marcel Reed just—you talk with him for a few minutes, and he's just a guy who knows how to act. And people follow him. That's why he—that's why he started as a freshman in, in high school at quarterback. The first for Marty Uvarar. Um So uh, yeah, everything still looks good for for Marcel Reed. Um, and it'll be really interesting to see how he does. I think. And you know, I'm trying to think of the most impressive things I've seen him do. Uh, he can throw across his body really well. He can throw some darts kind of on the run. And I, I, I'm not a quarterback coach or trainer, so I don't know how, where he's trending, you know, on that thing. But his body is, you know, he's, you've seen him, Russell, he's sort of still in a shooting guard or point guard's body. He's got some leanness and some length. He's got to grow into that a little bit. Um, 
I, I think. He's going to end up being uh, quite a bit stronger. I'm, I'm interested to see what kind of throws he can make in three years because he's, he's already got a really good arm um, with some strength, more strength. I think he's going to – I think he's really going to be able to sling around. And, he, and he's tough, too, just kind of like Matt Corral, you know, who battled through, uh, you know, injury and everything late in the season. Uh, I remember Reed last year I was at the game where um, he, he had that shouldered injury. I think it was um, kind of a rib shoulder thing. Um, knocked him out of the game, had a sling on afterwards, and the very next week he was suiting up again. He was out there with kind of a protective thing on. So uh, you love to see that out of your leader and out of your quarterback. Um, and, you know, as, as a senior, he's already been to the state championship game twice both as a freshman and then last year as a junior. So um, I'm sure he feels like there's some unfinished business too, trying to get NBA, uh, that elusive state title. So we get to enjoy him here one more season in Nashville, and then after that um, it'll be great to follow him on TV and, and to see how he does at Ole Miss. Yeah, that's another good point, you know, getting him to two state championship games. Um, I know that that postseason is short in D2AA, but it's no – it's – rigorous for sure i mean just getting to that just get into the finals i mean you gotta you know you, you gotta beat some good teams um so he's really gone up against good competition um it'll be uh it'll be an interesting team to watch next year um you know if you just push Ole miss off into the distance for a second think about nba football uh, uh they lose a couple key guys uh you know off the offensive line and um have some other weapons to replace but i think they're going to still be in good position just because of what uh, Reed can do. I mean, when you have a quarterback that can distribute to guys that you're, you'll develop your weapons along the way, um, you'll find a way to get, get him the ball. So, um, yeah, it's nice to, it's nice to just see a recruiting process come to a close. Cause then I can take Mars. Now I can take Marcel Reed off my Twitter notifications and I don't have to, I don't have to <laughs> think about that quite as often. Yep, somebody else behind him. Oh yeah, it's it's recruiting season right now, so everybody's you know, all these quarterbacks, especially, are making their decisions and uh, finding the landing spots. So whenever the next guy commits, we will certainly have coverage of that on MainStreetPreps.com. Uh, that's going to do it for us today, but uh, we'll be back next week. And in between now and then, we'll see you guys on Twitter at MainStreetPreps on Facebook. Uh, just search up MainStreetPreps and at MainStreetPreps.com. So thanks again for being with us today. Main Street Preps this week with Russell Venosi and Tyler Palmatier is a Main Street Media production. Follow on Twitter at Main Street Preps and always online at MainStreetPreps.com.